0: hello
1: (laughs) hello hello
0: hello and welcome to do you know what it's actually really difficult to have an intro
1: yeah we were talking about that before we hit record we're like we need an intro and we tried to record it a few times and it just didn't sound natural
0: no it didn't i mean it does help because we will have the music put in first that little piece that I know you're not keen on the music yet but yeah I'm not into the music yeah we're working on it but how do you say hello that I means you just say like hello this is Phil Gator
1: and I'm Megan Gator and, and we are
0: yes. Dad's, Dad's got, got a New, new girlfriend. girlfriend or the
1: Gang
0: The Gang yeah well <laughs>
1: it's kind of like the Gang
0: The Gang yeah like I think that gang. works too
1: um so welcome back for episode two We're excited to talk about more random things.
0: And some very serious things. I've got a very serious thing to say. What? It's one of the mysteries of the... It's one of the unsolved mysteries of the universe. And that is... Why are English muffins called English muffins? (laughs) (laughs) I've stunned Megan. You know why? why? You know, because it it bogs me because... They don't
1: have English muffins in England. I know that. They
0: don't have them in England yet. They're called English muffins. So everybody always says to me... Oh, I bet you like English muffins. And I go, Yeah, I kinda do like English muffins. You do realise that I spent thirty one years of my life never even tasting an English muffin <laughs> until I came here. So Yeah. This is the kind of stuff that we want to we want to tussle with. We right. really want to tussle with it. Life's mysteries.
1: Yeah, I mean <laughs> <laughs> I've stumped
0: I've stumped the meg.
1: I'm just like thinking about like life's mysteries, English muffins version like I don't know I think we need to go deeper into the difference between English yeah, people and American people like so. English muffin just scratches the surface it really
0: does scratch the surface and I know
1: you probably have a lot of a lot of those mysteries between the two languages
0: I, I do <laughs> same have a language story. <laughs> just just reminds dialects. me two dialects separated by an ocean or something like that. I think there was that saying. But I remember when I I first moved to these fair shores 31 years ago, my secretary, when you used to have secretaries, she came into my office on the very first day and she says, hello, Phil, can I get you anything from stationery? So I went, sure, yeah, um, get me a pad, uh, some pencils, and oh, by the way, can you get me some rubbers? she, (laughs) She looked horrified. Uh, Little did I know that what you call erasers, we call rubbers. So erasers, there is eras- for
1: those who might have not understood that. Erasers. You said it like really weird. Erasers. Like, erasers. It sounded like razor. I don't know. Just well, keep erases. Era- Eraser. Well, erasers. Okay. Eraser. I think
0: you've got a Z. We're
1: already, we're already going into it.
0: Oh my God. I just said the word Z, for instance.
1: Which is z.
0: So we say in the alphabet... We go X Y Z with a Z E D.
1: That's just weird though because it's a word, kinda. Yeah. Like why would you call Z Z?
0: I don't know. It's just one of the wonderful things about being British. Oh, by the way, because we're doing an early morning shift, so to speak, we are both drinking coffee, so you may hear this.
1: Yeah, or like loud gulping coming from me. And I'm yep. kind of feeling like I have allergies or something this morning, mm-hmm. so disregard my annoying
0: voice. Oh we we are disregarding your annoying voice. I
1: know I have a, a lot of an, I My voice is always <laughs> annoying but this morning it might sound particularly annoying.
0: That's going to be something that we're just going to have to deal with. Let's but this kind
1: of like this kind of goes into like bookkeeping like talking about different things we've thought about the podcast so far. Being oh, on, yeah? We've had a lot of feedback from friends and family.
0: I'm like three people.
1: Well like maybe like <laughs> Eight.
0: Eight people, yeah. yeah. We
1: showed uh, the gator cousins and uncles and aunts yep. and uh, siblings and a few family friends. So yeah. what was the most interesting feedback you got, Dad? Um,
0: well, people said that they liked it, which is good, and thank you for that. Um, I think our finest one was from Flora out in D.C. Shout out to Flora. My aunt. Yep, yeah, Or aunt, as you say in America. We,
1: I say aunt.
0: Oh you say ant like the yeah. British do, like the little creature ant. Yes. <laughs> it's like <laughs> Ant-y. Of, all you ants out there.
1: I feel like people, a lot of Americans say ant though too.
0: Oh they do? Yes. Okay. Well anyway. Ant Flora out in DC said, I really liked it and then I fell asleep part way through. <laughs> <laughs> so Flora, listen to the whole thing.
1: We're anxious yes. to hear the rest of what you thought.
0: Because as we roll this out and take over the world, we want to get this perfect. And talking of perfection, we also are still exploring the technologies here. It sounded pretty good, but we know we can get it better and better and better, and we will. News, late breaking news, I'm moving into my new house tomorrow. Ah. And I have a fabulous little office down there, which will become the studio
1: exciting so we'll have to like decorate it make it our own space
0: uh we could do maybe yeah like
1: with all of our fan art and stuff we eventually get
0: (laughs) okay that's it'll be great that'll be what four years away
1: yeah in four years we'll have plenty Mm. yes potentially yeah some other feedback we got natalie and molly Blahunka, shout out they're my pseudo sisters they said they were laughing hysterically I even they were even quoting it to me, which is, I mean, pretty yeah. impressive for episode one. But they did say they're like, you know, we loved it. What the rest of the world will think, only time will tell. So we'll we'll figure out how you guys like it, and we are open. Well,
0: I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, okay. you know, I, right. I read somewhere that um, I think it's to do with when you are painting, or actually, when you are writing comedy. It is painting and writing comedy. There is a mix when you are writing comedy. You say if it makes one laugh, oneself laugh, that is half the battle.
1: Yeah, that's so, true.
0: So if it makes us laugh, well, maybe somebody else will laugh with us. That's what we can hope for. So,
1: do you have a lot of experience writing comedy? I, I do actually. I,
0: I've, I've written I've written TV commercials. Remember, I've written plenty. Yeah, ones. but
1: like <laughs> comedy is different than TV commercials.
0: Well, you have to inject comedy into some t- that's commercials. Yeah, I mean, the most memorable commercials are. Comedic, I think. So
1: that's true. Or sad, like in the arms of the angel. Is that like the The pet adopting one? Yeah. Sarah McLaughlin, is that her name?
0: Sarah McLaughlin. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's like horrendous. I mean, it's like good, good cause. You know, you know what we should do? (laughs) What
0: we should get Sarah McLaughlin to come on here and and do an
1: adopt a pet,
0: adopt a pet, but you know what I'm going to say? My first question is why? (laughs) (laughs) Why? that track that she sold to the humane society we just go why yeah why? nobody that? can watch it because everybody wants to cry when N- and it goes no one on. can
1: listen to the song anymore
0: no i know so
1: did you ever see uh i don't know if i showed you this video but it was probably i think one of the funniest things i've ever done I covered my sister's Kibben, as mentioned in the last episode.
0: I will just mention again what a Kibben is. Kibben
1: is his nickname. Kibben, Kibby, Gribby, Gribbin. We talked about all of his nicknames, and yep. he's the cutest kitten in the world. Uh, over Christmas, he was, like, passed out asleep because he's just a little kitten lad. He was passed out asleep in his bed, and I covered him in Desserts. <laughs> <laughs> He had okay. like he had like twelve mini desserts on him, like those little like Christmas cookies, and I put on the song in the <laughs> arms of the angel and said he was up for adoption,
0: wow. I think the um, health and human services or whatever you call them are going to come over on that one now.
1: He loved it. He did not (laughs) move an inch. He was so comfortable. And he would have tried to eat every single one of those cookies. But we don't let him because we're good cat owners, even though this is not my cat.
0: No. So we do love feedback. So at the end of the podcast, which is going to be in about four hours (laughs) <laughs> uh, no, it's not really. um, we will give out an email, and we would love you to email us and ask us anything. in fact, we're gonna do a section, but I is... thought
1: you didn't care about what others think.
0: well, I kinda do, <laughs>
1: <laughs> so we're going back and forth here,
0: yeah, we are going back and forth, but yeah,
1: like we don't care what you think, but you can still tell us,
0: hey, we're making this shit up as we go along, so yes, so you have gonna bear with us no we are we will give you a, an email to write us a question. Pick our brains. Dating issues. We can do dating, dating one hundred one or three hundred seven. Because <laughs> we both
1: have such good advice.
0: That's right. Yeah, definitely to be listened to. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so should we go back to our tell it, tell... <laughs> What?
0: I'm just thinking, We're just rambling, are we? Kinda, don't well, you think? Yeah, we I'm are. like oh, I'm, I'm ready
1: to hear about more about the British words and the everything, words. and I okay. want to well, tell us a story. Tell us a story from your childhood growing oh my up in England. God.
0: Well, growing up in Manchester, it was actually I was actually growing up in a very very rough area of Manchester called Burnage. Actually, it's way Burnage. way Burnage. Burnage. It's way way rougher than it's way way rougher now than it used to be. I just well, want
1: to just a quick a side note. Okay. My dad and my uncle drove us through Burnage like two years ago. Yeah. That last time we were in England and. They were like, oh my God, oh my God, it's so rough. It's like a very cute little British neighborhood. So I don't really know what classifies rough, but it looked pretty normal to me.
0: Well, I can tell you what classifies it as rough. Gallagher brothers from Oasis came from Shout Burnham. out
1: to the Gallagher brothers.
0: Yeah, those fighting scrappy kids from Manchester.
1: Did they go to your school?
0: Uh, they went to another school across Manchester. But they lived, like, around Oh, they around lived around the, the cor- around the corner, yeah. So if you're Very familiar with the Gallagher Brothers, Google the Gallag- Gallagher Brothers, easy for me to say. Well, that kind of reminds me, I used to go to these Christmas and, like, barn dance type things, discos.
1: <laughs> they were not barn dances.
0: <laughs> they, they did do barn dances. In barns? No, it was in so- the church halls. So,
1: so you went to like church dances. Church dances. And, and d- did that make you religious?
0: No, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> I am kind of spiritual and we can talk about spirituality at some stage, but Ghosts. no, I'm not, not, not religious in that sense. But we used to have these dances and they were always marred by the fact that fights used to break out. And I'm In not the hay
1: at the barn dance? In the hay
0: at the barn dance, but they, they were kind of like places for scraps. And this was at the time of the Skinheads revolution. So I used to there go...
1: There was a Skinheads revolution? Yeah. Well, let me finish. Okay, sorry. <laughs> so <laughs> the, um
0: the Skinheads used to show up to all these events. Well, as a footnote, my brothers and I were big, big soccer fans. Sorry, football fans. There's a word, Meggie. Football, football soccer. Football versus soccer. Uh, Football fans. And we used to play football on the fields across from our home. And there was this one gang leader of a skinhead tribe, I guess. Can you Brian describe Bla- what he looked like? He was like Doc Martin shoes, rolled up half pipe <laughs> jeans, Ben Sherman shirts. And they used to have these black velvet coats called crombies. And they look mean as you know what.
1: With the Doc Martens. Doc
0: Martens.
1: When I first, when I bought my first pair of Doc Martens, my dad was like, no, you can't wear those. Skinheads wear those. (laughs) You can't. Don't do it. You can't wear Doc Martens. And now I own. (laughs) Well. Now um, I own like four pairs and.
0: Okay, so continuing the story.
1: This is all about the podcast, though. We, gotta, it is. we gotta I got to both it. I give got our it. feedback. I got it. I got it. Okay, so um, continue. So
0: soccer, skinhead, shows up, Doc Martins, and he was a thug. But he played with us regularly, and in our own strange way, we formed a bond. In other words, he showed up, took his coat off, said nothing, played these games, and that was actually very good. And uh, fast forward to one of these fine dances, barn dance if you will and I remember Motown was playing in the background and all of a sudden I got surrounded by a gang of skinheads and they uh, maliciously stood right in front of me and said you we're going to kick your effing head in and I went what me you know what have I done (laughs) well we don't like you the next thing is you know it was like he rode in on a on a fine charger And he just, (laughs) oh, Brian Brown, this is the the guy. Brian Brown stepped in. He was the guy that we played soccer with. And he just said, he's okay, leave him alone. So he's like your knight in shining armor. He was like my knight in Doc Martens and Ben Sherman shirts, basically. Sounds
1: even better than shining armor. Yeah,
0: so he saved me basically because we played soccer together. So that that was just part of my childhood, as you know it.
1: Very interesting yeah. I know there's a lot more of other stories But
0: Well what words do you associate with being English And then you didn't It wasn't until you went into school That people were going What are you talking about Megan? That word doesn't make sense
1: It was less the words from what I remember And more like the pronunciation Like okay. I grew up saying pasta
0: Oh pasta what Instead is... of
1: pasta Yeah And I, I said that That didn't fade out until like probably high school I, rem- I still sometimes call it pasta.
0: It's funny, I remember I was working on craft salad dressing and we were doing commercials featuring pasta and the room used to say, Phil, say pasta again, and <laughs> I'd say pasta and the room just used to laugh out loud. Yeah,
1: people get really shocked yeah, by like a very slight... I mean, I guess people in the US do that too with different yeah. parts of the country, but it's kind of funny. And then I used to say... Vitamin.
0: Ooh, yes, vitamin.
1: Instead of vitamin. Yes. Um, which again, not a big difference, but people found that wild.
0: Oh, you know the one that gets me is aluminium.
1: Aluminium and Adidas.
0: Adidas rather than Adidas. Yeah. But you know why it's aluminium, don't you? No. Well, that is the the crinect. It's the crinect pronunciation. (laughs) Apparently, 150 years ago, the Metallurgical Society of the World said, we can't have aluminium and aluminium because aluminium is the American form of the word. We have to come to a decision. So the Global Council of Metallurgy stood up as one and said the correct pronunciation is aluminium, not aluminium.
1: Is that true?
0: That's true, actually.
1: Wait, how can they just decide that?
0: Well, they had to come to a common consensus, but they said the the American form of aluminum is also usable. So there, go figure. <laughs>
1: this is not very interesting. No, no.
0: Well, I'm just saying. You know. <laughs> no, I
1: mean the whole pod. This episode is not our best.
0: I think it's pretty good. I think we just keep going. No. OK, well, just what you just need to do is have another coffee and then we can talk about Englishness.
1: I do need another coffee
0: because
1: mm-hmm. what I wanted to talk about, assuming we can just cut out some of the in-between yeah. out. Yeah. But like I was wondering, we haven't mentioned this yet on the podcast, given that it's two episodes in, <laughs> but I'm actually planning on potentially moving to england because i have dual citizenship so this summer i'm traveling a little and then hoping to end up in england so do you have any advice for me on how to handle a skin ed interaction
0: wow skinhead or
1: any other advice for me trying to fit in with the british well i am like british at heart but i've never lived there so i'm gonna need some tips
0: i think handling a skin handling a skinhead what you do is you point in the other direction and say look over there (laughs) kick him in the balls really hard and then run that's probably your best way of dealing with a skinhead.
1: That's it. You have to just <laughs> go straight to violence. There's yes. no in between. Yes. Are there st- still skinheads actually, around in actually, England? Actually, you
0: know what? They're not. They're not skinheads. Skinheads were in the 60s and 70s, I believe.
1: Okay, so if I
0: the who encounter If
1: I encounter a chav. <laughs> <laughs> Do
0: you want to explain a chav?
1: Uh, Yes. I, some of you probably know what a chav is from like pop culture. If you've ever watched Skins or like just if you have an Instagram and follow anything British, you might have seen it. But a chav is a basically like a British douchebag. <laughs> <laughs> a chav is like... They they're kinda like a frat bro, but in like a very trashy way. Yes. Like yes. there's a very specific, like, British trash. And it doesn't even mean like a specific it's trashy in a specific way, just like the way they present themselves. Well, you know
0: you know a good way of describing them is um Jersey Shore.
1: Yeah, it's like Jersey Shore. The so British equivalent. Not to of say that they're that people from Jersey sure are necessarily trashy they just like well (laughs) you can't like say that they're like i don't know it's just the way they like the the way they act in public, the way they are—they get really belligerent, stuff yeah. like that. That is a chav.
0: And they—they they also say that chavs' their birth home is Essex, just outside London.
1: That's not true. It is. no, it's, it's is. not. I, it you is. didn't know what a chav was until ten no, years ago. No, but the
0: the way it's described, the Jersey Shore of England is Essex.
1: No, it's David
0: a, Beckham is from Essex. That's not Hello, true. My
1: name's David Beckham. He's not I'm a chav. From Essex. Well, he is. No, you can't say that, chap. There's a specific show in England based off the Jersey Shore. What's that? What's a Chavy uh, vacation spot in England? I'm blanking on the name of the place.
0: Oh, Brighton? No, 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 not Brighton. Brighton um, no. South End. N-
1: no, it's in the north. I want to say it's like near Newcastle. Newcastle is where the Chavs are.
0: Oh, is it? Okay.
1: Sorry to the anyone.
0: You New- actually talk like that when the boat comes in. <laughs>
1: they do that there no don't they? that's liverpool i know that's, that's liverpool, liverpool but, but i'll never Jordy forget is
0: that. kind of they say
1: it's Geordie shore
0: Geordie, shore that's the name of the show oh, okay, man, shore. i'm from the north northeast newcastle
1: yes that's the no, 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 british that's equivalent it. to jersey shore yeah. so yeah what can i do to if i encounter a chav
0: i think you you project what would you do if you met somebody from Ner- Jersey Shore? Jersey Shore. Jersey Shore. What would you do? What well, under those circumstances? <laughs> that's the way I would do it. I mean, avoid I wouldn't, them.
1: Like, act normal. I wouldn't avoid them necessarily, but
0: so are they blingy?
1: No, I would say it's less about like appearance, just the way they act.
0: Oh, those chavs. Probably. We
1: should interview a chav.
0: <laughs> if there are any, any chavs living in the Lake Forest area please let us know or We'd we like can we
1: can call in we can call in a cousin from england and yeah, get one of their chav friends
0: you know what we should do call-ins we should do a we call-ins. can do call-ins yeah we can set up what do you call it a skype call-in. perfect um, once we get our technology we'll think out. of
1: our most interesting british
0: british
1: friends aka Uncle Dave.
0: Oh my god. We could do a, a entire season on Uncle Dave.
1: We we should. He we could, could be our amateur professional.
0: He he yes, our amateur professional. What was it?
1: Um, clone, <laughs> amateur clone expert, yeah. but he can just be the amateur expert on anything we need he because be. he genuinely does know the answer to a lot of things. So most he could probably things. tell
0: us, like, you know, how to address a chav.
1: Mm, yeah, actually, I do think he could. Yes, he's 63. Yeah, he is. And he definitely would still know how to address a chaff, even though a chav is kind of like a millennial term. Um,
0: To to describe Uncle Dave, he's the one guest that arrived in Chicago who said, "Um, I'm not as interested in going to Chicago as you might think, but can I check out Kenosha, Wisconsin? (laughs) (laughs) Because he's interested in kind of trying to find the underbelly in the real USA. So he did. He went to Kenosha, Wisconsin for the day and said he thought it was fantastic. Fast forward to this day and age where daughter number one, Lauren, is now living in Kenosha. So go figure.
1: And Paul. And
0: Paul. Zolik.
1: Brother number two.
0: Brother number two.
1: Which is Lauren's fiance. Yeah. So... What do you think?
0: I think... What uh, else
1: can we do to laugh at?
0: I don't know. We, uh, we, we want your suggestions of what you'd like to hear us discuss in this very, very rambling style of ours. I we,
1: think... Sorry, go on. go on.
0: And I was also going to say, if you would like to ask us a question, share comments, give us feedback, please reach out to us at philgbrandstorm at gmail.com.
1: Or, or <laughs> because why do they just get your email?
0: Well, I don't know. I think it's just easier. Go on.
1: Mine would be Megan, which is with an H, M-E-G-H-A-N, Gator, G-A-Y-T-E-R, Megan Gator at gmail.com. Very easy to remember. But you I, know what? I already have feedback for us. Oh, okay. I think this podcast goes over better with wine.
0: I think so, because this is, this is actually instant, instant coffee. coffee, which is not good. It's
1: fine. It's waking me up, but I'm, I'm like, I wouldn't say I'm a night person because I go to bed at probably 10, but I'm an evening person.
0: Oh, okay. Well, the other thing we need to do, and maybe this is a, a again coming from our f- massive fan base out there.
1: <laughs> the, our eight fans. Yeah, we're up to
0: about 10 maybe. Yeah. Our massive fan base. What should our closing kind of shout out be? Like, I know, I know Megan hates Dang.
1: Well, I already gave my, like, singing one last week. Well, like,
0: can, can you remember?
1: Dad's got a new girlfriend, yeah.
0: Okay, I think I can get that clean and use that at the beginning. What
1: do you mean, get that clean? Well, it's perfect. I, yeah, no, that's what I mean. <laughs> I, can,
0: I can cut it out and drop it in the beginning and drop it at the end. How about that?
1: Well, we'll try it. Okay. People might not want to hear that. We want to give the people what they want.
0: How do we know what they want?
1: they'll tell us
0: oh hence feedback
1: yeah well just maybe the first few episodes we'll just keep trying different things okay all right well i think that's it from us today
0: i think that is so sayonara
1: sayonara we'll talk to you later bye